Psalm 85, verses 10 and 13. Love and faithfulness meet together. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. Righteousness goes before him and prepares the way for his steps. I've long been fascinated by this passage. It's so vivid. You know, righteousness and peace kiss each other. What an image. Um, you know, being being a pastor who officiates many, many, many weddings, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm often uncomfortably close at the end of the ceremony to the um, bride and groom kissing. Yeah, it's like six inches from my face. There they are kissing. Uh, that image is in my head because I, that's just what I'm seeing here. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. But it's also, I think it's also coming to mind because it's about relationship. You know, husband and a wife being in relationship and, and that connectedness, I think, is what the psalmist is wanting us to see here. Love and faithfulness meet together. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. And um if you consider the alternative, you know, what divides people? What tears people apart? Well, here it says love and faithfulness meet. So hate and unfaithfulness divide, right? You just kind of flip it on its end and, and you realize that the opposite brings division. If love and faithfulness meet, then hate and unfaithfulness divide. If righteousness and peace kiss, then unrighteousness or wickedness and war or com, you know, conflict, divide. And it's just very simple formula. Do you want to be connected like a bride and groom are on their wedding day? Do you want that kind of interconnected, wonderful, harmonious relationship in this life? Well, pursue love, like real love, sacrificial love, faithfulness, you know, commit to each other. Pursue righteousness, right living, and peace. You know, how can you bring peace every time there's been a conflict? And if we just pursue those simple things, we will remain connected in harmonious relationship all the days of our life. I would like to see, you know, just actually mention what the process uh, towards righteousness and holiness, be holy for thou art holy. Uh, that's in 1 Peter, but it's also in, I think, Genesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, I'm kind of wondering, since I went through, I'm a man of the pews. I, 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 I think given one sermon in my life and I thought that was, it was pretty bad. <laughs> um, and I think I've taught it, uh, uh, mentioned in other of these recordings that I'm really a teacher. I'm not a preacher. Hmm. And when you're in the pews, I mean, it, it, it's, it's kind of, you like hearing preaching, but you know that that's not necessarily you up there giving the preaching. But mm-hmm. I think that the process of moving towards righteousness and holiness is a long one. Hmm. Uh, it was a long one for Paul because, yes, he was struck down at the gates of Damascus, but then he went off and it was out of sight for quite some time before he returned and started this ministry uh, that took him to the far corners of the world uh, of that time, the, the civilized world of that time, the Roman Empire. And the process of moving from unrighteousness, which is a natural condition of man, to what we consider to be the unnatural condition of holiness um, is the most worthwhile thing, hmm. the most worst wa- worthwhile trip you can ever make. Uh, because as you're walking 
towards righteousness, you're carrying a backpack full of things that want to detain you, obstruct you, tire you out, wear you down, so that if you don't, if the the bricks or whatever is in the backpack don't get discarded, which is the which is what it means to move towards righteousness and are not added onto along the journey, then you will draw closer and closer to righteousness, which is the Lord of Jesus Christ. He's the perfect model for all of us. And for me, long journey. Uh, I It doesn't bother me now because I think that doing these recordings and and the other things that I'm doing, I feel very, very joyful about um, sitting down with you and before you, Chuck Davis, because not only was I I recording, I was learning Hmm. uh, from these conversations and from the people that have gotten in touch with us. I think other people are, you know, discarding bricks, so to speak as they move towards righteousness. You know what I think of when you talk about that long journey, I think of the Eugene Peterson title, a long obedience in the same direction, a long obedience in the same direction. And I think that's what you're really describing. It's just waking up every day, getting in the word, opening the Bible, praying, doing stuff like this, uh, pursuing Christian fellowship and pursuing Christ just wake up and just like putting your pants and your shoes on. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Long obedience in the same direction. And that really is, we used to talk about the word dailiness, right? That dailiness is the secret to righteousness and holiness. It's not something you magically get in a single day. It's a long obedience in the same direction. And after months, years, you kind of look back and go, huh, look at that. Wow. Look at the righteousness that God has been building up in me over time. And then he gets the he gets the credit. Um, you just do the dailiness. 